all human thought, all the science, all religion, and the holding of a hand to the highest levels. And someday, are we human piecing together we gain dissociated knowledge or do we gain such terrifying vistas of reality and of our frightened When the stars will rise back, they could climb out of the world from the relations of If when the stars were round, they could not safety. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you're playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsarewrite.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. And welcome back, listeners. Today, we will be playing session four of The Children of Fear, written by Lynn Hardy and friends and published by Chaosium. How are you all today and who are you playing? Uh, how? I'm playing Dr. Eudora Lockhart and I'm super stoked uh, that we have a pet NPC now. <laughs> She's a human. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Seb! I'm playing Jan Yu, uh, aka Michael Lee. Uh, aka uh, new adopted father to Shen Chu, who is the most important character in this campaign now, uh, and who must be kept alive and safe and happy at all costs. <laughs> Brayden. Hey, I'm doing well, everyone. I'm playing Sofian Bazazwan, and I'm looking at the cost to buy child armor in the 1920s. And Noxicals. Uh, I am playing Timur Stepanovich Rapin. And uh, I am still removing chicken feathers from my boots. And I'm Fedra, your keeper for the day. And I have a feeling I'll be controlling far too many NPCs by the end of this. Uh, how? Why don't you tell us what happened last time? Having made it inside the gates of Xi'an, a historic trade city in the start of the Silk Road, the unhelpful military escort departs and the party is left to check into the hotel Dr. Wang booked for them. There we encounter an elderly American expert in Oriental literature, Professor Thaddeus Johnson of Miskatonic University. He's ostensibly in town to pay his respects at the tomb of Huen Xiang, the famous Buddhist scholar, but he's currently occupied with knocking back whiskies and complaining to the hotel concierge of the loss of his mysterious octopus-headed walking cane. His ravings of strange dreams featuring little people juggling his possessions strike a chord with Timur, who recently had a similar vision. The cane doesn't turn up in the hotel, but the concierge confides that there has been a spate of objects going missing from other establishments recently. Not expensive thefts, but generally items of sentimental value. Deciding this might be worth investigating later, the party first heads to the Muslim quarter to make contact with a merchant slated to provision the expedition. On their way through the food market, Janu's wallet is snatched by a diminutive pickpocket who disappears into the crowd. One chicken-infested chase sequence later, Timur apprehends what turns out to be a starving orphan girl. Shen Chu instantly finds a place in our investigators' soft hearts, and having seen off the brutal town guards, they load her up with silver dollars, dumplings, and a promise to bring her along with them when they leave town. Zhan Yu goes one further and accompanies her to where she sleeps rough under a Buddhist temple, finding the strange terracotta doll and old coins which another street urchin left there in the night during a failed theft attempt. 
The others precede him at Mihan's Emporium, where they haggle for a good price on a full set of provisions, beasts of burden, and all the necessaries for crossing the desert. There's some discussion of the wisdom of adopting a vulnerable child while on a dangerous expedition, but lacking any better alternatives for Shen Chu, the party remains resolved to protect her forever and ever, or at least until they can find her a safe home. They've arranged to meet her at the mosque tomorrow, and then to check whether the supplies are ready for the next leg of their journey. So I believe we were left off um, just after you made your arrangements at Mihan's Emporium, and... Uh... What would you like to do with the rest of your evening? Uh, you are meeting, I believe, Shen Chu in the morning outside uh, the boss. Well, I figure we've, um, it's still like afternoon, right? We had lunch in the food market, met Shen Chu, then went to Mihan's, probably spent like an hour or two, whatever, discussing yeah, provisions. Could mm. be later than four. Okay, so we've still got some time if we want to investigate uh, that kooky old chap's uh, Missing walking cane and uh, you know this this spate of random affairs. May as well solve some crimes while we're here in Xi'an, right? Mm-hmm. Very true. Has Jian Yu told us what Shen Chu said about somebody stealing stuff from her? Yeah, I don't think you've actually discussed anything yet. You just exited uh, Mi Han's, and yeah, he hasn't told you that you're meeting meeting her or like. I don't think he's told you anything yet. Mm -hmm. Okay, well we were definitely talking about the wisdom of adopting her, so presumably we're having a Shen Chu focused conversation. Yeah. Mihan mm -hmm. thinks we're super weird, because we're all just mm -hmm. like really excited new parents, <laughs> and he's like, so how many camels do you need? And we're like, no, 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 blankets. We need the softest, downiest blankets. <laughs> um, Can you get a, to also... a child seat for a camel? Is that a thing? <laughs> That's such she's a good 14, question. I believe, although she, but she's, she's very small. She's very small. It's fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, like saddlebags and stuff. <laughs> we'll cut some leg in holes the side. in a saddlebag. <laughs> she can yeah, ride I one mean, of us piggyback. Yeah, you can also like, you know, if, if you have camels, which you don't, you just have donkeys for this one. And uh, maybe horses if you specifically mm -hmm. request them. I think uh, Dr. Lockhart has ride skill, is that right? She does a whole 14 ride, so yeah, so there's horses going, she'll yeah. show off. She'll get a personal horse for this part of the journey. Heck yeah. Very exciting. Uh, does anyone else have a ride skill? Uh, I do not believe negative. No, I've just got the base. Okay, you can be carts. Like peasants. <laughs> I want a big hat be and a riding crop, yes. <laughs> Your hair in the wind. Jodpers. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah. So yes, if we're if we're sat around having a chat, then um, yeah, Michael will talk the others through the the conversation that he had with with Shen Xu, uh, and uh, explain that uh, that she lives under a uh, under a Buddhist Buddhist temple, which finds itself destitute and unable to do the uh, the the sort of philanthropic work that, that Buddhist temples usually do. And um, we'll, we'll explain that, that she was recently robbed uh, or someone attempted to rob her and she was able to fight them off um, but uh, but found herself with a few strange coins uh, to, to show for it and we'll, we'll show the others the coins uh, to see if they recognise them. Um, my appraised skill is non-existent so I have no idea what these things are. Uh, but hopefully someone else will know. I think appraisal might be in my wheelhouse as an archaeologist. Yeah, I got a solid 50 in appraise. They're also really old coins, so they might be archaeology. I don't know. 
Seventy archaeology. So uh, I have information to give a praise or history success, and also at an archaeology or a cult success. Uh, there are two pieces of information, and I need two successes. Well, I... history actually can get both, but I'd need a hard success for both, or two successes in history. I only have history involving art. They're not art, I'm afraid. Oh god, yeah, mine is history brackets art. I didn't even realize that was a specialization. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Gosh dang it. Do, co- does, do cons count? Like numismatics? Maybe not. I don't think there are. Heck. Does anyone know any occult stuff? I was just about to say, can I YOLO an occult roll with uh, with a like base stat of five? <laughs> just, just in case. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you can excited. all YOLO you whatever stuff. you like. I just fumbles might be problematic. Get all that, but, all that luck ready to spend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna yellow a, a, a couple roll. Just I mean, you can roll archaeology as well. Yeah, presumably he had a look at them on his way over, though. So by all means, let us know if you had some kind of bolt from the blue inspiration. Also, praise or history will give you a. Different I got an extreme success. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Oh. Not even kidding. Thank it is in the recording channel. It is right there for all to see. You did. You did as well. Oh He's my not god. Lying. Wow. <laughs> oh. Uh, would you like to also try and risk an appraisal history? Role, Honestly, or? I don't want to push my luck. Like, this is already <laughs> the luckiest I've ever been in this game. What in the world? <laughs> <laughs> so, you recall out of the very few, lit- like, very few things you know about the occult, that there's a kind of thing known as Ming Chan, uh, also known as Dark Money. It is a type of spirit mm-hmm. article, meaning an item usually buried with the dead to use in the afterlife. Ooh. Sorry, I'm furiously typing. Uh, cool. That's exciting. So Ming Qian, you say, and that's dark money buried with the mm-hmm. dead to spend in the mm-hmm. afterlife. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Exciting. Jen, you will, will share this with the others uh, and uh, explain like, It's hard. I haven't seen anything too similar to this before, but it's reminiscent of a story that I was told. Um, and we'll, we'll relay the, the tale. Yeah. Well, Eudora is doubly fascinated and is coming in there with uh, an archaeology role. Uh, that's, a, that's a failure. That's a straight 80 with Oof. a skill of 70. So um, nothing about. further is learned. Uh, but uh, Seb, don't forget to take your occult. You get an improvement. Very exciting. Mm. Oh. Uh, would anyone la- else like to attempt archaeology, history, or occult? Can I push it and just like inhale one of the coins? Yeah, you can if you want. Um, I don't know what form pushing it would take. Uh, I think you'd have to like take several, like you'd have to take it back to the hotel and mm. get your like archaeology equipment and like give it a bit of time, like a couple of hours to study it. Okay, okay. Well, maybe I'll do that this evening if, if nobody Easy else books. can figure it out now. But if someone has history knowledge or something, please take it away. I do not. No, I've got nothing appropriate. I also have history of art. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're very artistic. Wait, or, or a praise. Nope. Okay. I've got a praise, but I guess having failed once, I can't No, it's one, a right? different category. So, oh. Yeah, so you okay, well, I, I take off my archaeologist's hat, <laughs> <laughs> and I put on one of those visors that pawn shop uh, people wear, <laughs> and, uh, and I try and just determine how much they're worth. And that 
He's a failure with 77. Okay, Eudora needs glasses. This is not great. Yeah. You should push the roll and call your friend who knows all about these sorts of things, just like the other porn shop shows do. (laughs) I'm going to assume that's a running gag. I have never seen Mm. a porn shop show, uh, but the best I can do is $7. (laughs) Uh, I lied because I, the archaeology one would actually give you the same information that Seb got. What you actually need, of course, is the mm. appraised. Oh, okay. Heads up. Well, I mean, then, uh, it, like, you, you joked earlier about inhaling one of the coins, but could one reasonably bite one of them for appraise to push the roll? <laughs> um, Interesting point. Well, maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure. I lick it. My understanding is that archaeologists <laughs> sometimes lick things because if your tongue sticks to it, that means it's porous and therefore not stone and more likely to be bone. So it looks like it's clay. It's a clay huh. coin. Yeah. Oh. oh. Okay, not biting it probably wouldn't all. help then. Normally, you bite, you bite gold you coins to see if they're actually gold because it's kind of soft. <laughs> You're just gonna eat it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Canonically, she does lick it a little bit, okay. and he's like, mm, "That's clay. That's clay." Okay, and that, that's all you get. But uh, yeah, if you take some time with your books and stuff at home, I can let you post that appraise. Okay, yeah, I'd like to. I'll, I'll pocket one of the coins if Michael's alright with that, and uh, check it out this evening. I wonder whether yeah. I should let you guys use your history rolls, but maybe like. You need a hard success for a normal history as opposed to an art-related thing. Mm. I think that seems fair. If anyone wants to roll a like a hard history, I'll go for a hard history. Go uh, on, hey. I'll christen my new dice. <laughs> Fail. Uh, oh, I've succeeded. That's a two. Oh, hey. Nice. Another work. There you go. Make sure to give it a tick. Oh, I will. Hack something. You uh, look at the coins more closely and you recall from your history studies that these are in fact miniature Pan Yang. Um, they're half tile, so 25 gram coin, uh, has been used in China since antiquity. Although these are approximately one third of the size of most Pan Liang, uh, which are traditionally made of bronze, not clay. Hmm. That's what you know about these coins. So they're essentially based on real coins, but they are smaller. Yes. Well, that makes sense for an article designed to be buried with the dead for symbolic purposes. Typically, the the lore is that they are transfigured after death into the real articles they represent. This rather suggests that this thieving street urchin has been robbing graves, does it not? Interesting. Yes. Yes, that would be the the inference I would make. Did you not say that it was she who was robbed? Yes, I, I think it was. Uh, in fact, Fedra, you, uh, could you please remind me? My my memory was that uh, Shenchu got robbed, kicked the other person in the face, and they dropped mm-hmm. the coins as they fled. Is that right? No, that- she kicked them. She fell backwards. When she picked herself up again. She found the coins and also a doll on the floor. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. A terracotta doll? Yeah. Uh, yes. Ooh. And um, so, so Jenny will, will recount this story and then um, uh, say, and there was another thing as well. When I was visiting Chen Chu's, I hesitate to call it a home, 
but I suppose for her it is. A doll, a terracotta doll. It had no arms. Strange thing. Large, certainly not a child's doll. Interesting. Well, I mean, we could perhaps assume the same provenance. I don't know. Now, in real life, I'm pretty sure this is pre-discovery of the terracotta army, didn't we? Decide mm, that at one yeah, point? you have many years left. Okay, so I don't know if uh, Eudora would have known about um, the burial of like terracotta warriors or what have you to well, come in and so on. Well, you didn't archaeology role to remember about spirit mm. articles. Oh, in fact, I was <laughs> Yes, sorry, okay. Ha! Hmm, a doll! How bizarre! <laughs> <laughs> if the doll was terracotta and the coins are made of clay, presumably they did come from the same place. And either... Well, either our new friend stole them and she is making up this story to hide her shame, or the person who tried to rob her had robbed some graves beforehand, yes? Hmm. That seems as the most likely. I certainly would like to trust her. If we are genuinely taking her out into the desert, there will be nowhere for her to escape with any of our goods that she chooses to pocket. This is true. Perhaps it is my naivety, but she just seemed like a scared child. Perhaps she is talented in counterfeit, and I'm being gullible. No, I... I sense goodness about the child as well. I think if she was stealing, it would be to survive from the little that I saw. Mm. I agree. Well, and she was keen to ask you to accompany her back home. If she was worried about, uh, you know, you discovering a treasure trove of stolen goods and deciding not to, uh, not to bring her along after all, I doubt she would have done so, so... Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Quite. Agreed. Mm. Speaking of thefts, though, weren't we given the name of uh, some chap in a local inn or caravanserai or similar? Um, something about that, that spate of thefts of which that uh, peculiar American professor is perhaps also a victim. We were indeed. Mm. Uh, I recount the name. I failed to write it down. It was one of the things I didn't get a chance to write last session, Keeper. Uh, Lee Chun works at a nearby hostel, is what I've got written. Your investigators have probably kept uh, slightly better notes than you. <laughs> um, and recall that it's uh, that Lee Chun can be found at the Pilgrim Hostel, which is by the Western Gate. There we go. I recount that information. <laughs> Good job. Perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Flawlessly. As if I had the keeper say it in my head. Sophian <laughs> <laughs> believes that's the voice of God, so. That's, okay. <laughs> that's fair enough. <laughs> the voice of Arlo, presumably. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, shall we uh, perhaps saunter over there and um, scope out any interesting looking eateries on the way? For later on. That sounds like an excellent plan. <laughs> Food is Fantastic. priority, after all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... Let me see, actually. Let's check our good old map to see how far you need to travel to get from where you are now, which is at the Muslim Quarter. So uh, we're not far from the Great Mosque, To the right? Western Gate, yes. It's actually quite close. Looks like it's half a dozen blocks. Mm. Awesome. Then I suppose you can walk there. Fantastic. I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for any more thieves who may try and sneak up on us during our walk over there. 
any more adoptable looking street urchins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Assorted yeah. poor people. Uh, <laughs> this time, you're not, uh, you're not, uh, attacked by any children. <laughs> um, yeah, you arrive at the Pilgrim Hostel, and, uh, you see a porter standing outside. Would anyone who speaks Chinese uh, like to address <laughs> yeah. this man? I've historically had poor luck. Sure. Uh, yeah, Jenny will step forward and say, um, ah, um, good evening, sir. Um, my companions and I were advised to pay your establishment a visit. Uh, we're looking for a Li Chun. Who, who advised you to, to come here? Uh, it was a man with an octopus-headed cane whose name I cannot remember. <laughs> it was absolutely... No, no, the con- not the, Professor Thaddeus John. Okay. The concierge. <laughs> oh, oh, Mr. Chen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will remember him. He is very sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> His expression softens, as you mentioned, Mr. Chen. He's like, oh, of course, Mr. Chen. Good friend. I'm, I'm happy to help. But what, what, what seems to be the problem? A guest at the inn that we're staying at has had uh, a strange encounter with uh, uh, an... <laughs> Jenny searches for words for a moment and then, uh, tiny thieves? Um, uh, his eyes widen in recognition. Uh, we're at a loss, I'm afraid. Uh, we're not from, uh, Xian. Uh, but Mr. Chen said that you might know something about, a, a pattern of such encounters. Uh, well, uh, yes, um... Have you have you seen there are many street children in Xi'an, uh, many thieves and beggars? While I can't be certain it was one of them, I did see a very small child in the alley behind the hostel on the night that an old porcelain pillow belonging to one of our guests vanished. I believe it was just a few days ago, and. Uh, it was an odd thing for a thief to steal. It, it, it was so cheap, but it was exquisitely painted, even if a little cracked in places. The gentleman they stole it from was very upset. He said it had travelled with him everywhere since he was a child. He just couldn't sleep comfortably without it. The old man left the city yesterday to return home, deeply disappointed that uh, a search had failed to turn up his pillow. Although he insisted on giving me his address in, in case it should ever reappear. Uh, he also left some money to cover the cost of returning it, but, uh, well, I haven't seen any sign of it yet. And, um, well, anyway. I understand. Strange. The cane that went missing was similar in a way. Little monetary value, but a lot of sentimental. You said it was exquisitely painted, this pillow. Do you remember anything about the design? Uh, nothing uh, special, just I recall the detail was so intricate, uh, mm. floral patterns and... Interesting. Would anyone ra- like to roll a psychology? I'd love to roll psychology. Uh, anyone who is also good at it, please fire away. I'm um, really good at it, but I don't understand Chinese, so... Or any of the language, so. I could make a, I could make a joint psychology and Chinese to see if I 
can understand because I'm good at psychology yeah. but not so good at Chinese. That's fair enough. Okay, so I need under a 35 to get both. And that is 63, which would have failed even on psychology, so it's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I got a 67 on my psychology, which is not enough to succeed. That's okay. Yeah, he's just kind of hesitating a little bit, as if he's kind of trying to remember a part of the story more clearly, but he's not saying anything about it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Could my ignorant self uh, request a, an ounce of character clarification? Yeah. This guest has lost a porcelain pillow without which he's unable to sleep. This pillow is ceramic, cracked, and this guy sleeps on it? Maybe he cuddles it to keep okay. cool, maybe? I don't know. I, see. I have no idea, to be honest with you. That's maybe I think it's it's something thing. that gives him gives him comfort rather than provides him with comfort. <laughs> I, okay, this is like a, I can't sleep knowing that it's been stolen as opposed to I can't sleep without my head resting upon its hard, <laughs> cold yeah. surface. Okay, sorry, I'm just so confused by the image. He needs a hard pillow because he has a very soft head. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing that gives it shape over the course of the day it deflates. Okay, sorry, no. Back to um, the scene. So, just a heads up. Um, you might be talking in Chinese, but if you don't try to speak to someone in English, then you won't know if, if they can speak English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good grief, it's true. I just uh, just a, a general out of character note that all the people speaking English could try and ask if people know English before they give up and let mm. only one person do the roles. Okay, well, Eudora, <laughs> who is no good shakes of psychology anyway, so it would have been useless. But um, she will. She's been attempting to listen along with her twenty-five in Chinese, and will at some point have cut in with a clarification like, "I'm sorry, you said uh, porcelain pillow." <laughs> oh. Yes, Dr. Lockhart. Uh, the, uh, a guest saying here had one go missing. Uh, general replies in, in English. Right, the guest brought... I, I thought mm. he was saying they stocked their rooms with porcelain bedding. I, <laughs> I was very confused. I'm so sorry, do carry on. Uh, the concierge uh, jumps in with uh, some broken English. Uh, yes, um, a child thief took it. In English, uh, it was here, and then it disappeared. We don't know where. It was very short. Thief, he says, and he kind of motions a a very short height with his hand, uh, and then he kind of looks a bit concerned. And if anyone wants to roll psychology that knows just English. Well, hey! <laughs> I'll have another go. <laughs> that's a 39 this time, that's a pass for me. Nice. Everyone else? I, oh, I failed. Aw, you were looking forward to it so much. Ah, <laughs> uh, Timor. He seems to be stuck. Whenever he says children or he says anything about the height, it feels like he's troubled something now that he's retelling the story. I'll say, uh, did you see the child yourself? You seem hesitant. Ah, uh, well, uh, he said, he starts speaking in English and then he kind of switches between English and Chinese, trying to find the best way to explain. Uh, the, the, the child was, 
was only around two feet tall and it didn't really move like a toddler. I, I saw it from afar. It, it must have been from its height, but it, it was also dressed so well for a street child. Fine robes. It just it doesn't sit quite right. Anyone feel free to roll history? No, hey. History of art, you say? Ah, uh, sure. I mean, it doesn't matter this one. <laughs> Lovely. Another fail. <laughs> fail here, too. Ah, 27. We're in luck. That's a hard success. Yeah, this also brings to mind for you, uh, Dr. Lockhart, that there was once a community of performing little people in Xi'an. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yes! Goodness! Um, well, hang on, isn't there a, a, a sort of... She attempts to, like, explain this in Chinese and English so that everyone can understand. <laughs> um, uh, circus, uh, traveling performers, uh, all all small, small people, um, they they travel, they come through the, the town. Didn't didn't Mr. Chen say they'd, they'd been by a month or two ago? I mean, it, it can't be that strange to see little people in the streets. Anyone at this point can give a medicine role, although I'm not sure anyone has medicine. Um, I think I actually do. Oh, yeah. Um, I have well, I have I have thirty in it. Oh, nice. that's better than base. Yeah, fair enough. That's medicine, not first aid, right? Yeah, medicine. Um, Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Jen, you spent some time, uh, I guess, studying, uh, studying both medicine and first aid uh, as part of training. Very handy. Yeah, it is useful. Uh, but it is not enough to succeed in the wrong, so... That's you know, okay. It is what it is. So, Lee Chun says, uh, Well, uh, little people, uh, performings, performing artists, they do sometimes pass through Xi'an as part of traveling circus, and it might explain the clothes, but they haven't been any traveling performers in the city for over a month. Hmm. Well, I mean, that you know of. Perhaps they've fallen on, on hard times. Something's gone wrong. They're not putting on shows, and they've, they've taken to thieving instead. Although, it is rather bizarre that they go for such low-value items. Okay. Quite a mystery. And you'd think they'd uh, they'd start by selling their nice, nice robes and material. That is a good point. The travelling circus people, do they have a bad reputation in the city? Is stealing something... That they have done before? No, their shows normally do very well. Hmm. Very strange. Uh, did you, sorry, um, Mr. Lee, did you say that there was, uh, that you were given the contact information of the, the victim of this theft? I, I was. I wonder if we should, um, I don't know. We don't have much to do until our caravan is ready and honestly i'm quite intrigued um could have a chat with this gentleman in case there's anything bizarre about his porcelain pillow i mean apart from the fact that it is a porcelain pillow uh he's left the city i think hasn't he yes mm. he's left like oh, he's gosh. left like a forwarding address that's me and my chinese again you really would have thought i'd speak it better by now <laughs> <laughs> well i'm a bit of a loss then i mean how's one to find a, a jade-headed cane or a porcelain pillow in a city this size I'm not certain that we can. Perhaps our nearest acquaintance might know something. I didn't think to ask her before, 
You might be onto something there. Yes, living on the streets, you must be, poor child, exposed to the, the seedy underbelly of this place. Uh, perhaps she's back at um the, the, the temple you said she lives under. It's certainly possible. We could bring him some, some more food. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, uh, we left her with more than she's likely to be able to eat in a day, uh, without making her sick at least. But, uh... Well, a blanket then. I saw a lovely haberdashery. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure she's not getting her five a day. We'll pick up some fruit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know. That's my best guess. Before we do take off, uh, Lee Chan, have you experienced any more of these encounters? Uh, no, but I've, I, I hear that there have been thefts more, more than usual recently, and uh, maybe some others were like this but i i don't i don't know i i don't know personally i've just heard rumors mm. no uh, no specific contacts i'm afraid not mm. that's strange well i'm all for um taking a stroll and and fighting shen chu in her little abode unless anyone has a better idea a visit sounds nice Perhaps we can bring her some better clothing than what she is currently equipped with. Marvellous idea. Yes, I think we can guess her size. As you start turning around, uh, Lee kind of almost jumps up and he says, Oh, oh, wait, please, I remember something else. He enters back into the hostel, and after a minute or so, he comes back and he hands you three tiny round terracotta coins. Approximately M eight millimeters in diameter, with a square hole in their centers, and they look exactly like the ones you found at the Shenchu's den. Interesting. How, how did you come about these? If you don't mind my asking. He switches to Chinese because he's a bit exhausted by the English, and says, sure. <laughs> "The English people, that is." <laughs> <laughs> I found the clay coins hidden underneath the bedroll belonging to the pilgrim whose porcelain pillar was stolen. I realized there were spirit articles, so I hid them from the guests and my boss. I didn't want the hostel to be thought of as cursed. Strange. Well... Please don't tell anyone you found them here. No, of course. Thank you. Um, as a Chinese man, Jan Yu, you know that the Chinese are very superstitious about owning grave goods. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Uh, I mean, Genu, of course, is just too curious to pass this up and will gladly mm -hmm. accept them. Yep. Thank you for this and for your help. Thank you. He bows. Good, good luck with your journey. Jianyu, is that yes. more of the Ming Shen? It the is. Dark money. Uh, found uh, under the bed uh, of the guest who was robbed. Very strange that a thief would be leaving something in return, like a transaction rather than a robbery. Indeed. That is odd, and it's so ominous, particularly if they're, if they're considered unlucky or cursed. I mean, these are these are goods for the for the dead. Hardly a fair exchange to be giving them out to the living. Do you think perhaps these people are being marked for death? That was my thought. Very ominous. Hmm. Although, of course, you'd assume they'd be easier to rob 
after they were killed. So stealing their personal effects first doesn't doesn't make an awful lot of sense. Given the common theme here with the grave goods, is there uh, a burial place here in the city that it may be worth making inquiries at? Perhaps there have been thefts there that can help direct inquiries. These are usually made from bronze, are they not? It's odd that they would be now made from clay and be so much smaller. Can you, um, being as he is learned of uh, religion and culture, will uh, we'll, we'll share his knowledge of the fact that there are tombs sort of around the city. Very um, exciting. Perhaps they have been making, uh, finding easier targets there, but have since exhausted the resource. This act of burying people with this money, it is not something that happens anymore, or...? Ah, no, okay, so the practice has mostly died out. Sorry, go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, it sounds like there are tombs outside the city, Mm -hmm. but presumably there are probably burial things, some sort of cemetery or something, closer to the city, or within the city. But Uh, if, if, if the practice has died out, then... Mm-hmm. The the older temple seemed like a good place to 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 talk to people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not temples. They're very very old burial grounds that are in fact, um, from what you know, have been like covered in dirt and abandoned. Like they are like in excavation mode rather than like visited by people. No one uh-huh. is there most of the time. They're outside the gates. Um, and they're like basically like relic. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have doors where you can enter the tombs. You have to like dig your way in or, you know, find a way someone has already dug in. Mm. We're talking about a, a incredibly haunted archaeological site outside <laughs> this walled city <laughs> that closes its gates punctiliously at night. Exciting. Oh, maybe they used to. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they still close the gates. They do. They do still close the gates. Okay, so not maybe maybe not somewhere we want to get closed off for the evening. Doctor Lockhart, this does sound like something you'd be interested in, though. No, very exciting. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. Never happier than when I'm shoveling a spade into into somebody's grave. But uh, I do like to plan my expeditions with a little more forethought, and if at all possible. Uh, get the requisite permits from the local authorities, you would be amazed at the headaches uh, if you just start drilling down into people's ancestors' tombs. They get all up in arms. Shocking. Mm. Well, what if one is already open? I mean, these things are being passed around. In theory, they wouldn't have been able to steal coins from a closed grave. You're suggesting we, we, we take a stroll around the perimeter of the city looking for open graves. I suppose we could. I don't have any plans for after dinner. <laughs> we have to uh, get back in before the 12, uh, 12 chimes strike before the city closes, but this, this sounds exciting. A thought has occurred. We spoke previously about possibly speaking with Shen Shu about this. I would find it useful to take another look at the doll. I, I only got a, 
a short look at it before. Um, I was mostly concerned with making sure that she was all right. This has all just reminded me of something. Let's go locate Chen Chu, take a, a propaganda at this, at this doll, uh, go for a bite, and uh, you know, if we're still if we're still keen afterwards, we could um, go and stroll around some some graves. What say you? Hmm. Hmm. Sounds good. Although I would be uncomfortable with entering a tomb that was sealed. Uh, it would be disrespectful to the dead. Oh yeah, I, I, I don't propose to bring any excavation equipment or what have you, but um, I dare say the local authorities would be interested to hear if someone had been desecrating the graves. I mean, if there's evidence of such activity, um, well, it's public service really, we owe it to them. I, I can't bear that there's priceless artifacts buried down there. Until someone can organise a proper archaeological um, endeavour, uh, thieves plundering these graves is a, is a horrific act of desecration. We can't have it. We are looking for evidence of somebody who has already broken into one of these uh, tombs. So I suspect that anywhere we look will already be open. Mm. Yes, perhaps. Then we're agreed. No grave robbing. But <laughs> we are bringing the child with us. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Party motto. Party motto. Agreed. No grave robbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what's the plan? Heading to Shen Chu's, right? Mm -hmm. Casa Shen Chu. Mm -hmm. Go see Kassa the kid, Shen check Chu. out the doll, and then uh, <laughs> go not rob some graves. Yeah. There's a madcap sequence where, like, we realize halfway to the graves that we've brought along the doll instead of the kid, <laughs> and we have to go back. <laughs> mm -hmm. They're similar sizes, right? Yeah, you just Johnny looks behind him and he's just trailing, uh, you know, by his hand, just this this uh, terracotta <laughs> doll, banging along the cobbles. Uh, yeah, you go back to that uh, Buddhist temple, and uh, Sab, you lead everyone beneath the steps where Chen took you last, and she appears mm -hmm. to still be there, kind of eating. Mm -hmm. She looks like she's mm -hmm. been eating for a while now. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, around her. That armless doll, dressed in rags, is nearby, um, with the, one of its legs broken, mm -hmm. and yep. uh, also her vase that she showed you. And she's mm -hmm. like, oh, 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 hello, sorry, uh, uh, thank you so much, this food is so delicious. <laughs> I, I think, um, yeah, Jenny would, would go in on his own first, sort of slowly, and just say, uh, of course, you're, you're welcome. Um, I've brought the others. Would you mind if they came in as well? Uh, My companions from before. The lady who brought you the dumplings is here. Uh, she wanted to oh, check that you were okay. Okay, please please come inside fast. I, I don't want anyone to see where I live. It's okay, darling. Auntie Dumpling's here. <laughs> <laughs> that is now the nickname of Dr. Edora. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, he'll, he'll sort of wave the others in. Um, yeah. Uh, are we are we leaving early? Ah, uh, no. Um, we just well, we've been having a conversation with someone in the city about um, some articles which had gone missing. Uh, we thought it would be useful to talk to you, 
just in case you'd seen anything. Like the the one who tried to take my vase. Yes. Uh, two other people have had things which were important to them taken. I've talked to some people I know about this because I've been curious as well and well no one knows of any um of any specific gang of thieves besides well me and the other children uh, mm-hmm. but people are talking a lot about a merchant he has a reputation for selling fake artifacts to pilgrims normally, but recently he has found out some genuine antique. No one knows where he got them from, uh, but well, they say can't have been through uh, legitimate channels. His name is Saina. His shop. Uh, his stall is not far from uh, the town god temple, uh, towards the western gate. I just... Maybe he's been hiring someone to steal them, because... He's the only change that occurred recently in these... It's possible. This type of theft is quite bizarre. Yes. Well, we were talking about heading towards one of the gates. Perhaps we could... Uh, Jenny will turn back to the others and say, uh, perhaps we could stop by and, well, perhaps pay him a visit along the way. Hmm. I think that's a marvellous idea. I mean, if he's got a, an octopus-headed cane in the window, that'll be a dead giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe that he likes rich-looking foreigners and maybe... Me coming with you looking like this would not help you get to his good side and have him answer your questions. That's I would okay. love to come, but... Of course. Well, We'll get you outfitted tomorrow. Oh, okay. New clothing and everything. A bow on top of your head. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, thank you. Don't listen to the man. You don't have to wear a bow if you don't want to. She she's smiling, but you can see the relief in her face. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd love to take a gander at this vase of hers that you said is visible. Um, yeah, the vase is carved from what appears to be green soapstone, decorated decorated with twisting vines. It doesn't look terribly old. But it's pretty, and yeah, it's clearly important to Shenshu. Hmm. Green soapstone uh, again. Mm-hmm. Is soapstone <laughs> the same as uh, what the cane uh, was made of? Yeah. It was green green soap was it? All oh, right. Yeah, green mm-hmm. soapstone. Yeah, I love it. I thought it was jade. I thought it mm. was jade too. It was definitely green. It was definitely. That's it's... what I was wondering. Maybe they have a fixation. Was the pillow green as well? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we should have asked. We should. Dang it. Well, let's go to the shop, and if everything inside is green, then we have our man. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I've got green soapstone octopus top written in my notes okay, for the game. Okay, it's awesome. Yeah, uh, that's really Maybe about it was to me. popular at the time. Let's not go chasing colours. Let's look into <laughs> it. It's a lead. We're going to look into it exhaustively. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, yes. <laughs> Where can you mine soapstone around here? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. For the mine. Please, no. The soapstone bandit strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as a, a, a relevant, I think, tangent, um, given that I uh, knew about the the spirit article of of uh, the dark money, would that extend to uh, knowing about this this terracotta doll, or would I need to roll again for that? You probably think it's also a spirit article. Okay, so would I know that it's uh, that it's young, uh, a tomb figurine? I suppose so. Yeah. Interesting. Chen Chu, can you uh, sort of hesitate for a moment, sort of looks off to the side and then at the doll, and then again at Chen Chu. He'll say, this might seem a strange question, but when you kicked the person who robbed you, what did it feel like? Uh, like, like, uh, like a person, uh... What, what, what do you mean? They were very <laughs> short. Um, just uh, a fleeting thought. Don't worry about it. Were they dressed like a street urchin, or quite well-dressed? No, no, now that I think about it, they, they seem to be in flowy robes, so they were quite well-dressed. There we are, then. It's a gang of them, unless it's the same thief every time. Did you notice any particular iconography on their clothing perhaps embroidered symbols of any no. kind well it, it was dark and i was uh mm. quite surprised by the attack so they just walked me up and I, I barely got a chance to look at them i just remember the the feel of the robes and of the the child i kicked or person how big did you think they were um well they were a bit shorter than me Mm-hmm. Curious. Well, we'll not, uh, we'll not question you too much about it. Maybe... Go ahead. Maybe the, the merchant knows something. Hmm. Perhaps. We should, uh, head there. Yes. Definitely. Let's. Am, am I to understand, uh, Chen Chu, that you don't want to come with us? It, you don't have to, but, uh, you know, you're welcome to, to wait outside the shop if it's just the merchant you don't want to speak to. Well, it's it's a stall, so there's no door. But a, a street or two away. You know the city. I'm sure you know how to disappear when you want to. Yeah, I do. Okay. Dr. Lockhart, look at all the food that she has yet to consume. I'm sure she's still <laughs> so hungry. Maybe do you have any bags and we can bring it with us? Of course. <laughs> I'm I'm quite full for the moment. <laughs> Well, Not to worry. We already have a, a sizable stock of prawn crackers on us at all times. I'm sure we can find another bag for the dumplings. Okay. Perhaps we should uh, share around the dumplings as we're walking and then pick up something else on the way back so that you can have a bit more variety. Great idea. Uh, oh, oh, thank you. One cannot live off only dumplings. Believe me, oh, oh, I've tried. <laughs> So has Team Ward. If, uh, <laughs> I disagree, yeah. If, if Chen wasn't so grateful, she'd be, like, glaring at your privilege right now. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> who knows what she's been eating. Mm. Um, 
Okay, um, I, I believe it's this way. She says after she gives uh, the dumplings to someone with a bag. Uh, I can't yeah. help but mention the uh, armless dolls and wonder if armless doll and wonder if Shenshu's been eating its arms. <laughs> uh, did you ask her? No, definitely not. Of course, that not. is inconsiderate. <laughs> this child, this that orphan, is, is starving. Guys. <laughs> okay, good stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, while we were walking, mm-hmm. can I can I pull? Probably Sofian, I think, would would be the the one that Jenny would expect to be the most receptive to this uh, aside and say, perhaps it is my superstition getting the better of me, but uh, there is a a belief among my people uh, surrounding the uh, the spirit articles with which the deceased are buried that. The servants of the living are replaced by these terracotta figures after death. Mm. It seems a strange thing for a thief to carry on their person, a a two-foot statue, but... (laughs) And he'll shake his head and, well... uh, Made me a little more receptive to the, the supernatural fancies. Of course. Uh, I I do worry that these... Well, leaving these coins, the the dark money, I I fear that perhaps they're being marked for death, but I mean bringing an item which perhaps Hmm. would be used uh, in place of Shenshu. Maybe that that we can take her for some reason. That, yeah, that that is terrifying. Although we haven't heard of any people being taken yet, which is good news. Yes. Still, I think perhaps we should ask what she thinks of returning to the inn with us rather than going back to her home tonight. Agreed. Sophia knows that Jean Yu is such a sort of so interested in religion. Uh, he'll mm-hmm. he'll say, um, "The jinn of my faith take on many forms, and often serve as tricksters in many ways. But there are many different kinds. Uh, I think perhaps these." Little thieves, I get the the feeling that perhaps they're not as physical as what we believe. Did they not? Did uh, Shinshu say that uh, after she'd kicked them and got up moments later, they had disappeared into thin air? Yes. This strikes me as the behaviour of a jinn. You may be right. Interesting how different and yet similar. Uh, beliefs are and the tales which surround them I would be very interested to hear more uh, if you have time during our journey of course I know you off to see the merchant 
Yeah, dude. We're off to see the merchant. Cool. The wonderful merchant of the West Gate. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> just so I know, is our plan here to just, like, scout this guy's shop for recognisable stolen goods? <laughs> um, green <presumably>. things. <laughs> the stolen green soapstone <laughs> items. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the other option is to approach him um, asking if, you know, he's able to get hold of something for his special, committed customers. Shen Chu will say that, well, from what I know, he's quite a, a greedy man, so maybe buy something, get on his good side, and you never know, he might tell you things or show you his stock. He might just oh. confess to felonies if we make a purchase. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Mm. Well, someone other than Eudora would probably better do the talking, but sounds good. Um, a large red handcart painted with golden Chinese characters stands down from the town god temple on the road to the western gate. Uh, Michael Lee, you can read the characters. They spell out Sina's name and the words purveyor of fine religious tokens and artifacts. Dressed in robes that have seen better days, Saina looks like the struggling street peddler that he is. His thin black hair hangs limply beneath his skull cap. His eyes are dull and he looks weary. Mm -hmm. Chanyu will, will look down at his uh, relatively simple garb uh, and then over at Dr. Lockhart and say uh, I'm happy to speak but perhaps it would make sense if I did so uh, at your direction um, uh, with you as a employer or benefactor. I know exactly the act you're going for. Uh, she's already sort of drawn herself up to a full height and is attempting to like arrange her hair and hat and a haughty expression <laughs> um, and start... <laughs> loudly declaiming in English um, that she needs a souvenir to take back home and won't the ladies just be fit to burst with jealousy. Mm -hmm. Great. And then she'll direct you imperiously to talk to that chappy there. Looks like he might have something interesting. Uh, he says in his best English, Hello, friends. Take a look at my stand. You won't find souvenirs finer in your stay in this most marvellous of cities. Um, Fantastic. You're welcome to uh, do an appraiser archaeology on his stand. Heck yes. Nice. That is a success on archaeology, 53. Give it a take. Anyone else wants to give it a go or no? I'm good. Okay. Uh, Eudora. While most of the trinkets on the store are just that, one or two pieces of statuary are genuinely old. One is of a camel, laden with paneers, full of what looks like fruit. The other is a vase, carved from stone that looks suspiciously like jade. Uh, but it's actually agate. Uh, in addition, there is a small pile of corroded bronze coins, approximately one inch, 2.5 centimeters in diameter, and similar in design to the ones you have, uh, but these are full-sized Panliang. Ah. Uh, while you're looking around and checking out the items, Saina gabbles away, trying to sell everything you're looking at at that time. 
But for the coins, he says, Oh, yes, these are very auspicious items. Lucky charms, that's right. They will protect you from all manner of ills that may befall you in your journeys, travelers. Uh, so what will it be? One coin each at the bargain price of half a dollar. He kind of starts pushing the coins at you. So, sorry, a camel statuette. Jade, what was it? Uh, I think uh, it's actually a gate. A vase. Carved from, a vase carved from what looks especially like jade, but it's actually agate. I see. A green vase. Well, I, my my eye was immediately drawn to the green thing, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> realizing that he also has um, a correspondent real coins to these terracotta ones, I'm wondering whether... Um, okay, I suppose the smart thing to do is to buy a load of tat first. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ask him, how much for this, uh, this camel and this vase here? Oh. Don't try to tell me that's jade. I can tell it's agate. What's your price? Oh, well, I mean, if you like these, so, uh, uh, price, uh, well, uh, that will be five silver dollars for the, for the camel. And because you have such a keen eye, uh, for ten dollars, you can have both. Do I know if that's a reasonable price? Uh, roll... Did you roll a praise? Uh, that was archaeology. I can roll, roll a praise. Uh, oh, 19. That's a hard success. Nice. Uh, you think you could take it down to six silver dollars for both? To six dollars rather than ten. Okay. Um, God, I wish I had some social skills here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the praise can give you a bonus die on the social skill. Oh, marvellous. In that case, I'd like to offer... Uh, I'd like to um, tell him sternly that they're only worth six, but I'll give him 12 shiny silver dollars and I'll flash a handful of cash. Um, There are stars in his eyes. (laughs) 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 If he can tell me anything about these and I'll take the terracotta version of his coin out of my pocket. Uh, He looks at them in confusion. He's like, uh, fake versions of these beautiful coins why would you need clay versions of these coins i have the real deal right here and in fact i am very impressed by your keen eye you seem to know what you're talking about and you are well are not afraid to uh purchase so um he kind of looks around would you consider purchasing some of my genuine antiques to take home take home with you he's like his eyes are just gleaming now. Well, now we're talking. Let's see your real stock, man. Hmm, excellent. I'll show you all to my warehouse. I keep the best items for the most discerning customers there. Not sketchy at all. <laughs> Good thing we outnumber him. He starts, uh, he kind of closes down his stall and locks it. And then starts heading. It's, it's not far, it's not far. Uh, Eudora turns and like shrugs and makes a face at everybody, but uh, yeah, let's let's do it, right? Can I sense any malevolence in his voice? You want to roll psychology? I would love to do such a thing. Oh, I succeeded! Hooray! Nice. Give it a take. Awesome. Uh, he intends to sell you as many items as possible and potentially fleece you. Uh, he senses Fantastic. you're rich, and he's going to try to overprice everything. Mm-hmm. That's okay. what you get from his voice. <laughs> awesome. Uh, 
Um, so, uh, Shenzhou had been waiting for you kind of a few stalls away and sees you moving, mm-hmm. but she still maintains her distance and you mm-hmm. can, she's just following you and she's giving you a nod, but just trying to keep... I leave a trail of dumplings <laughs> so she knows how to... <laughs> no, it's fine. She knows what she's doing. Uh, I, I was going to say, uh, Jenny will try and, um, like, subtly signal to her, like, come with, but, like, don't, you know, don't blow our cover, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> As a pretty stealthy guy myself, how well do I think she's tailing us? Let's find out. Uh, would uh, Papa... Like sure. Stealth. I'd love to. Uh, she succeeds. Yeah. So she's uh, stealthing fairly well, although she's not uh, used to the excitement of having mm. people to be kind of like supporting. So she maybe she's a she. She would be doing better normally. Mm-hmm. Timur will give her a little, a little nod. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Sai's warehouse appears to actually be his family's home, and like the merchant himself. It has most definitely seen better days. <laughs> he opens up the front gate and he's like, come, come. Uh, he quickly ushers you into what appears to be a storeroom located to one side of the central courtyard. You enter the storeroom and it looks like it contains several tables covered with items of all shapes and sizes, including a porcelain pillow, a carved walking stick with a handle that seems to resemble some sort of sea creature, and another pile of bronze Pandyang coins, as well as a, an old, dark, wooden box that kind of resembles a modern camera, but not really. Mm. Are there any other exits from this storeroom, Keeper? Or is it just the one? No, okay. it's just the one. As we all step in then, Timur will uh, quietly close the door behind him and then stand in front of the door. Nice. He is so excited to start selling you things that he hasn't noticed. That's my assumption. He says, so, take your pick. Everything here is a genuine antique, friends, and I can tell from your discerning eye you won't let me swindle you, so just feel free to touch everything. Okay, um, now Eudora, who, as we know, has incredible social skills, um, as soon as they entered this room, her eyes lit upon the two known stolen items Mm -hmm. and then widened tremendously, and she starts taking a deep inhale, and if nobody stops her... Jenny will will, will sort of raise raise a hand, um, and, and like, like step in and, and, uh, uh, like, try to, try to give the impression of, like, the... Um, the the servant with a uh, like the, the the sort of street smart servant giving uh, giving whispered advice to uh, to an employer, and will say, um, mm-hmm. "Think perhaps we should play this subtle." Yes, subtle. <clears throat> Good thinking. Um, tell me about this cane. Oh, this cane! Excellent choice. Um, this cane. Well, there was this couple of farmers they had very bad weather and they lost everything so um they offered they offered to sell me all the very valuable things uh, this cane was one of them and uh this pillow also uh very good price poor people i think they're fine now <laughs> <laughs> the 
probably fine. <laughs> so, I have all the body goods. <laughs> so so we as we as both players and characters know that he's full of shit. But how good a job does he seem to be doing of of lying? He's okay at his job. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> his job is lying. <laughs> he's he's a merchant. Um, yeah. That's fair. You you do feel like he's potentially not being completely truthful. Um, <laughs> you mean because we've actually met the owner of the cane and he's not a farmer. Well, the cane actually, and the pillow were stolen if, by tiny farmers in Rome. If you inspect the cane and the pillow more closely, uh, yes. the cane is actually not in the shape of an octopus, oh. but a different sea creature. Is it in fact a red herring? And... Oh. The pillow is actually one colour. It's not intricately painted at all. <gasps> is it green? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's sandy coloured. Uh-huh. And they look very old. Eudora's face falls and she looks very confused. Stuttering slightly, she'll ask about the, the strange camera-like object. <laughs> I yeah. do not understand what you were going with there. Was, do I recognize it as an old-timey camera? <laughs> well, no, because it's very, very, very old. Okay. Um, it's it's a box, but like the shape kind of reminds you of a camera. Is there a lens on the front? But it's just a box. No, it's a shape. Sophie and being a photojournalist and having such uh, love of (laughs) cameras and (laughs) photography and whatnot will probably look at that and be, like, amazed by it. Uh, What what is this? Oh, it's a box. I also got it by the same couple. They had a lot of fascinating things in their farmhouse. Uh, it's nothing special, just, just, uh, oh, I mean, it's, it's a valuable antique. Uh, this box can contain several things and it's great for your, uh, jewelry, he says in his <laughs> Yes, I have oodles of that. Um, is there anything in there at the moment? And she'll flip open the box. Uh, no, it's empty. Anything cool on the inside? Just, just wood. Just a wooden but box. wood. Okay. Evil wood. <laughs> spirit wood uh, I'm at a loss we found similar items to the stolen ones but not the stolen ones have we considered trying to see if there's another merchant at the east gate with a very similar <laughs> name um. can I look at the cane closer Sure. inspect it give it a once over I mean, you can do a, like a history or an appraise role. I will do one of those two things. Okay. That is a fail. Oh the no, that's a regular a regular success. It's so. made of stone. I've decided oh. just now. Okay, good stuff. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Soapstone, agate, or jade. Those are the three types of stone we know about <laughs> yeah. in China. Jade. <laughs> oh, this one is jade. I, I'm very excited. <laughs> Sorry, why did you say that, uh, Sokin? Uh, just a regular success. Okay. Well, it looks like it's a very, very old cane. Um, perhaps from the Han Dynasty. Hmm. And uh, it's fairly valuable since it's a genuine antique. Wonderful. How much for this cane? 
Oh, well, this cane is a genuine antique, so... Fifteen dollars. Uh, does that sound reasonable? Can I appraise? I mean, uh, Sophin has already appraised. Oh, he, sorry. So, uh, I assumed up. I did a art. Oh, oh sorry, did history. history. His, yeah, history. I'll say, yeah, you can tell that this might be a slightly inflated price, but it's fairly reasonable. Okay. How much do we like that old professor? Should we buy him a, an antique cane? <laughs> <laughs> Such a, a smart and knowledgeable salesman like yourself would know that this is uh, from the Han Dynasty, clearly. Hmm. Uh, Good eye. And the same to you, I can say. Uh, if we buy a couple of things, would you be willing to give us a cheaper price? Oh, perhaps, perhaps. I see we have uh, someone as interested in bargaining as I am. Of course, good man. And Sofian will wiggle his moustache. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know how much of the... We were given a stipend for the expedition, and we spent something like two-thirds or three-quarters of it on the provisions. Mm -hmm. do, do we have a fixed monetary value for what's left, or is it just... Well, you spent some of it for other stuff as well. What, food and whatnot? Um, no, I think you spent some stuff before you left baking. We bought from guns. Guns. We did the important. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'll say you probably have maximum $20 left in that. Okay. And then we get into actual money that belongs to us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Eudora's sweating under the collar now because um, she, it would be tremendously poor manners not to buy <laughs> some stuff now that we've gotten this guy to bring us back to his home. Um, but he doesn't appear to have a trove of stolen goods here, so all her outrage has, has nowhere to go. You definitely don't believe the origin story of those items. Okay. I don't know about you, actually. What's your psychology? Oh, ten. Okay. <laughs> I'll you, roll. You maybe believe it. But, uh, anyone with, like, I above do. thirty psychology seems to think that it's very convenient that all of them are in the same or found in the same farmhouse mm -hmm. yeah so there is definitely something going on can i ask a uh a question of uh of our resident um <laughs> our resident merchant sana mm -hmm. mr mr sana um I, I don't see anything here um but I have a personal interest in, um, I don't know if it's something you would stock, but, uh, spirit articles and other religious artifacts. I saw on your stall that that was the sort of thing you dealt in. In particular, the, the terracotta figurines, young, which are sometimes uh, kept in tombs. Would you have anything like that? Or have seen any? The man looks very uncomfortable mm -hmm. at your mention of tombs. I mostly, I mostly wanted to know what his reaction would be to this. Uh, that is, that is, well, disrespectful and sacrilege. I wouldn't take anything from a tomb. Uh, so um, I, I'm not sure what what all these things I, I have gotten from living. People that were willing to sell these things to me. Uh, can, can I insta psychology that? <laughs> <laughs> to press him for answers. Uh, no, to see uh, if he's full of I shit. I will 
Uh, yeah, that is a normal psychology. To press him for answers, I will either need a, an intimidator or a hard psychology. Mm. Uh, I failed my psychology check, so I do not know whether he's lying to me or not. Yeah, you think there's a chance that he's actually just really uncomfortable because of the Chinese culture. Mm -hmm. He's really uncomfortable at the mention of death, potentially. Mm -hmm. Timur will step over, sort of watching this interaction, uh, and he will say, um, My friend, I think we all know that you did not purchase these items from farmers. So, and he'll pull himself up to his full height, which I'm assuming is probably quite a bit over this guy and say so why don't you tell us where you actually got them yes roll us an intimidate come on I've got 65 <laughs> that's a 94 oh, <laughs> no. oh no that's not a fun ball no. I don't think but it's it no, it's no, good. push the roll bring out your gun would you like to push oh, it <laughs> Oh no! I, you know what? I will, <laughs> I will open the jacket and show the handle, the sort of handle of my gun, uh, and mm -hmm. say, uh, "We're not looking for trouble. We just want to know where you got these things." Oh god! And that's a twenty-one. Oh. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, the merchant is clearly shaken. Uh, he looks at the gun again and he starts trembling, realizing he's very much outnumbered. He says, ah, I, I know, I know, I said I didn't, and I know, I know it's so loud, I know it's not legal or safe, but I had to, I had no choice. My family, you don't understand, my family would starve. I, 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 I took them from. He looks down as if repenting. The, the tomb of my ancestors, I stole them. Please forgive me, he says, uh, but not to you. And then she turns to you and says, Please, please don't tell the police or the guards. They'll take me away. My, my family will starve. I will tell you what it is, whatever you want. Which I tomb and where can we find it? Yes, I, I will tell you everything. Um, it's it's outside the city gates. I have uh, made a, an opening and they've covered it with a tarpaulin. And this tomb is your family's tomb? My ancestors. Mm. Distant. It's, it's, as you clearly said, it's from the, the Han Dynasty. I think that maybe no. we should take these things back, yes? Mm. But I need the... I need sell them, I need the money, I will... My family will starve, they don't need them, they're dead! We have a oh. recipe that we can hand you that will keep your family sustained for centuries to come. <laughs> Very simple. Give a man a prawn cracker and you feed him for a day. Is there any Teach problem man that cannot to, be solved? To create prawn crackers. Okay. That was, you will now join me. our business. <laughs> oh, God. We are Would the you prawn like to cracker follow us? dominion. <laughs> Can we, <laughs> can we adopt this guy as well? <laughs> yeah. And his family. And his family. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, bring him on. So. Uh, yeah, he gives you the exact location of mm -hmm. the tomb. So, more, this is the more or less location based on the west, the, the gate that leads there. 
So we don't want to buy a cursed spirit cane for the American professor. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> no. Uh, I'll, are you sure? Come on. Well, well I was just going to say. I'm a little I just, tempted. I was going to say, if I can pull everybody over to the door a bit and leave him sort of trembling and, and wibbling. It seems very convenient that the things that have been stolen are very similar to the things that have been taken from the tomb. So somebody has perhaps tried to replace the items that our friend has taken. I agree. Gosh, what an interesting notion. I suspect if we want to get back the things that have been taken, we may need to take the originals. Now, we can either take them and threaten to report this grave robber, or we can pay him in some way if you feel that will ease your own conscience. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still standing here. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to talk relatively quietly. <laughs> okay. It's just that I have a microphone and this is a podcast. <laughs> uh, he has a listen of 40 and he rolled a, ooh, a four. So okay, we definitely like, heard um... you and that's fine. Mm-hmm. He goes whoop and appears like between us. <laughs> We've been talking. This would be such good for your karma if you didn't let me and my family starve. <laughs> your Look. ancestors, they're not two foot tall and robe wearing, are they? Uh, I am quite confused. Um, you seem like many people and you have the means. You, you seem like you have money. See, I, look, I I only took um this uh seven items in the in the the vase on my stall from the grave. Uh, if if you want all of them, we can we can negotiate a price. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn my soft heart. Um, Eudora is going to count out a donation that is in no way equivalent to the price that he's going to attempt to charge for all of these <laughs> items. But um, I've no idea what like an amount of money to give this guy is. What a daily spending limit? How much does a conscience cost? Um, My (laughs) daily spending limit is do 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 ten dollars. All right. Yours is only the same as mine. You're supposed to be the wife of a wealthy diplomat, aren't you? Mine's sixty dollars, so maybe I should be spending. Jesus, Sophia is loaded. For sixty dollars, he'll give you everything. (laughs) I'm definitely not spending that much. My credit rating's only thirty. How? Oh, okay. I was talking about your daily spending, not your cash. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Daily spending, not cash. It's sixty. Sixty dollars, apparently. Well, where we were, my credit rating is forty, and my spending level is ten. There's something what? wrong there. My cash uh, is ten dollars. My spending level is sixty. You did it the other way around. Uh, yeah, flip those, buddy. Uh, <laughs> damn it! I thought yeah. I was falling out of control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your cash can't be less than your daily spending limit unless damn. you've actively spent it. All. <laughs> you've been caught so, riding dirty. I'm sorry. <laughs> The gold spinning clock around Sophie's <laughs> neck disappeared in the mist. <laughs> Sad times. Um, you can't combine spending limits, I'm afraid. So if you go higher than the okay. higher spending limit, then it has to come out from all of your cash. Mm-hmm. Now, look, our spending limit is $10, but it, aren't the silver it's dollars used in China dollars. 20 silver dollars? Yeah. Fine. Which is... Um, the cane is 12. I mean, exactly. And plus another six items. 
fine. Yeah, but what's the um, discount for us not reporting him to the authorities? Yeah. yeah. Yes, so exactly. like How hard you sell that discount? Yeah, like it's a it's a donation of let's say twenty dollars, <laughs> which is yeah. ex gratia, I think, is the legal term. Ooh. Good verbiage. Okay, yeah, if you show him the gun again, he'll <laughs> take the twenty dollars. I think that's wise, yeah. We give um, we although... give you this money to feed your family. I I'd need uh, uh, a, a psychology success to make sure that he's telling you all the items and he isn't trying to keep some for himself. <laughs> this close to clearing out your whole warehouse, buddy. Uh, no, that's not a fail on psychology. Well, if you don't get a psychology uh, pass, you won't uh, know for sure that he's given you all the, all the items. 95 over here. So, oh, give it uh, a... Wait, is that? No, it's almost oh, a are, almost. We, are, are we allowed to have multiple people roll for it? Like, can we all roll? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just a regular success here, then. I did not succeed, but it sounds like Sofian did. Yes. Nice. From, his, <laughs> from the dice, it sounded like it was a success. <laughs> <laughs> from the way they fell. Okay, yeah, Sofian, you feel... You feel like you wouldn't risk his family's livelihoods. He's probably told you all the okay. items. And uh, yeah, with that, he leads you. He gives you all the items. Of course, carrying them is quite hard. You'll find yourselves kind of with several things under your armpits. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just each. Uh, and then he takes you back to the past door where he gets the bars for you. And that is where we're going to end uh, today's session of Children mm -hmm. of Fear. Ooh. What a haul, guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Brayden, Noxicals, Hal, Seb, and of course, our amazing co-editor, Jason. You have all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash stars are right. We owe a particular thank you to our first two patrons, Julia and Ninette and Nikos combined. Your support makes all of this possible. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our cult elder tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community as well as all of our social media links on our website at starsaride.com. Come join us. Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again. <laughs>